Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This podcast is sponsored by Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Now let's get it started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and independent financial advisor with Share McKinley Group. And as always, I say it every single week, I have with me the lovely Trisha Stetzel. Trisha? Yeah, and I just take it in every week, Colton. You're so kind to me most of the time. Only when we're recording, though. Hey, man. Love ya. <laughs> hey, everyone. Trisha Stetzel owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions. And I am super excited to have this week's guest on with us. She's a new friend of mine. We met a few months ago through uh, networking events. And it is Bonnie Rivier. I hope I said that right. I've been practicing. Bonnie Rivier is a self-described serialpreneur with BMAX Inc. Productions which is her third business and seventh or eighth venture. For the past 30 years, her employment choices between ventures trained her in launching a successful marketing company. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Colton. I appreciate you allowing me to be here. Absolutely, Bonnie. We're glad you are here. And I wish everyone can see your incredible background because that's a pretty cool background. I love it. I took Um, a picture. Oh, you did. Well, everyone's going to see it. And so really the, over, over the past few months, I mean, we've, we've been doing this podcast basically this entire year up to this point, And we've had a lot of marketers on our show um, because that's a, that's a hot topic that a lot of people, especially during COVID want to know about. And so we're glad to have you. And I'm going to jump right in because we have you for a short amount of time. And I want to make sure that we maximize the time we have with you. Um, so we hear a lot about paid ads. We've actually talked about it in previous um, podcasts before, but but I want to ask you is what's more important, paid ads or just posting stuff yourself, original content on your sites? Well, actually, either uh, can work, either organic reach or paid, and they can both not work. It depends on consistency. As long as you have consistency on either one, they can work. Other factors count into uh, as far as your the right target audience and the right placement, that, that stuff too. But the main factor really is consistency. I've had clients with great results with non-paid ads because they posted regularly when their viewers were expecting to see what they had. And then I've heard some say that they received low results with paid ads, which can be a result of non-consistency. It can also be, like I said, the target audience and all that as well. So a lot of factors go into answering that question. Both can work, organic and paid, just both really need to be built and maintained properly with that consistency. So beyond the, the website and the content and being consistent there, Bonnie, I'm assuming that social media uh, plays into this act as well, right? Where we're talking about paid ads versus just being um, busy on social media. So can you talk a little bit about you know, what works best, like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram? What does that look like from your perspective? 
Well, that's really going to depend on the type of product or the type of service and the target audience. B2B should definitely be on LinkedIn to get the most leads and the most conversions of those leads. Then Facebook really, <laughs> I think everybody needs to be on Facebook. It's where you can get that widespread attention, that recognizability, people just being there helps. And then Instagram works great too. And it, it's, I say it's for more millennials, but it really is crossing over to a lot of the older generations as well. Um, and then the Gen X and Gen Zs, they're, they're popping up with the new, the new stuff. Uh, that uh, TikTok, anybody heard of TikTok? TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I think somebody's buying that, right? Is it I, fa- I, Facebook or somebody's buying them out? Yeah. Oh, is, I hadn't heard they were, I heard somebody was going to take over operating it. Yeah, which is crazy. So the Instagram, I think, you know, you make a good point where, yeah, it was seemingly a millennial tool, mm-hmm. Colton. Um, yeah, just, you know, throwing you a bone. Uh, but I feel like a whole lot of Gen Xers and maybe even baby boomers are starting to use Instagram because there's less stuff to look at there, right? Like all of the words and people having uh, text fights over Facebook and all of that, right? So if you go to Instagram, you don't have to look at all of that stuff. Exactly. My uh, mom, 79, she uses Instagram. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I love that. That is awesome. I, so my mom has an Instagram account, but I just, I can't get her to really like cross over. I, she still has a lot of Facebook friends, yeah. I guess. You know, so. it really it really is interesting. Bonnie made a great point because, I mean, me thinking about my personal life, I mean, if I post on Facebook, for the most part, it's, it's through Instagram because Instagram is just simple. It's easy. And that's for most of my friends. I mean, if you ask one of my friends, hey, you know, what's your handle? They're going to give you their Instagram handle way before they talk about Facebook. Um, so let's, I mean, let's kind of talk about that. So does it make sense? I mean, is Instagram the best platform? In your opinion, what is the best platform to, to market your business, to get traction? Again, that depends really on the product and the service and who your target audience is. Um, it's good to be on in that I may be going a little ahead here, but it's good to be on several as long as you can maintain consistency on those. But again, B2B, you really need to be LinkedIn, definitely need to be Facebook. And then if your product or your service uh, appeals to the people that are on on uh, Instagram or even Snapchat and, and TikTok, you want to be there as well as long as you can maintain that consistency while you're there. So I know something about you, Bonnie, you do videos. So can we talk, I know it's not on the list of things that we are gonna talk about today. So I'm off-roading, how about that? Um, Because I know that you do video and I know that you know the importance of having video out there on social media. So can we talk about that? Sure, absolutely. Yep. So tell me, are people, is it because people like watching videos? Like what's the length of the video? What is that from your perspective? What does that look like? What's the best way to get video on my social media? Okay. So it goes back to product and service and audience, all of that. Um, If you're just wanting to get attention and get people to your site or to your store, you want to stay about 20, 30 seconds at the most. If you want to give a little bit more information and depending on what your product or service is, you may need to, then you want to, you don't really want to go much over 60 seconds. However, there's always exceptions. I've had two and three minutes commercials and that got a ton of views, which surprised me because most people (laughs) stay that engaged, but it really depends. And then also the appeal, 
appealing factor of the video is it and it needs to flow start to finish so it can go anywhere from 15 to three minutes four minutes five minutes depending on the flow and the attraction so okay. it, <laughs> it's, it's something that you just have to work with individually with each with each client depending on what they have yeah, so. no, that makes sense. Well, and Colton and I have both done videos, right? And I know Colton, when for when we first went into quarantine, we were doing, both of us were doing quite a few videos and yeah, it really was hit and miss, you know, it depended on the topic. It depended on, you know, how, how busy people were. Um, so that, yeah, I think that's really great advice. And I, I love the idea of having a professional video made, right? Or something that is of quality to put on your social media, not just, you know, some video on a selfie stick, which works for some people. Yeah. Um, and, and that really, you want to, you want a little bit of variety. Go ahead and do that selfie stick one too. And the Facebook live is very popular, uh, but you do kind of want to plan that. You don't want to just jump in and be, uh, mm, uh, and you know, moving all over. <laughs> you do want to have a little bit of a plan before you do that. But then also you do, most people need a little bit of a professional look as well, depending on what their, what their service or product is. But there, there's a yeah, lot I, of different ways to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> what I what I like to do, if if it's okay with you, let's we have a lot of people on our um, on our podcast guests that are they're in the service industry. So I'd like for you to kind of take me through. If you're working with a service client, what would you recommend platforms? What would you recommend uh, video? Like I, I would love to just kind of hear your insight on that, if you could. Um. So. Like I have a client that does um, cleaning for uh, commercial cleaning companies. And so I advised her, you definitely need to be on LinkedIn and, and have an audience, a local audience, because she's local, um, because she's B2B. But also be on Facebook for the, for the recognition and the shares and, you know, so people will see her there as well. And then, again, we go to that Instagram, and Instagram's a good place to be to be seen. So, um, and then I've, I've seen others do just quick little TikTok videos, nothing to do about their business, but they had their shirt on, you know, their, their branding on, their cap, you know, you knew who they were, but they're just doing quick little TikTok and it was cute and it, you know, it gets you recognized. So again, it, it's going to depend on who your audience is. And that's really where you want to start. You want to narrow down who your audience is, where they, where they are on geographically and virtually? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Instagram? And that that's where you start with that. Wow. So and Bonnie, it, it probably, if you're, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Colton. Oh, I was going to just say, it probably makes sense, you know, unless you're a swim instructor to keep your shirt on when you're doing those videos. <laughs> Colton. I'm so glad that I let you uh, go ahead of me on that one. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, I was so going to say, I, I was going to say, so Bonnie, when you have, uh, when you work with people, I'm assuming that if they have their target market already planned out, that's very helpful for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, and if they don't, I can help them get there. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. And, and so with, when it comes to media and it comes to, to your job, what, cause I mean, we say all this stuff, Facebook, all this stuff. And it, yeah, it sounds good and it's important, but a lot of people probably aren't going to do it. So, so kind of tell me what, what can someone do to be able to actually hit all of these platforms, do everything that we're talking about? What, what, what can they do? The, the best answer. And, and I, I have to do this as for myself too, is hire a social media marketing team to do that for you or have someone in house on your, on your own payroll 
but someone needs to pay attention to it consistently. And if you, if you don't have the time or you don't have a staff member, there are so many agencies out there and there's several that I partner with depending on their audience and what kind of reach they want and where they want to go that, that that's all they do is they post for people. That's their job. And they make sure they're getting the results. They track it. They make sure that this worked, this didn't work this time is best. And so it's, it, it is a very powerful tool if it's done right. And if we can't do it, pay somebody to do it. It's well worth it. Well worth it. And so with your honest professional opinion, do you think that most businesses, um, you think they lack in this area? They think they're doing a great job, but they are actually lacking? I, I do. I do. And, and uh, I'm, I'm saying that for my own business. <laughs> I'm lacking. It, it, it is a very important place to be. And it's, it just, everybody's there, especially, I mean, it's always been important, but since the pandemic, video views have gone up, video purchasing has gone up purchasing from those videos is just it's i've i've gone up <laughs> with my own video purchasing i mean every and i know i'm not the only one it's there's and it's not just videos it's video ads all of that has increased in views and viewership and in um, purchase products so when i think so many business owners out there says the business coach uh really think they can do it themselves right and it's just too expensive to outsource but it's really not. I mean, if you think about as a business owner, what you would be paying yourself to do your own social media marketing, which you're horrible at, most of us, <laughs> when you could actually pay someone a reasonable you know, salary, if you will, to pay attention to, especially with it being that important. So I love to hear you say that uh, because uh, outsourcing and delegation is huge for those of us who are in business by ourselves right? Uh, some people like to call them solopreneurs. I think that's a dirty word, but. <laughs> and Trisha, you, I mean, it's not just media and so it's not just social media. I mean, people don't think they, they can't afford a business coach and that it won't help. Some people think that they can do their financial advising themselves without paying somebody. I mean, it's all around. That's what's crazy. Yeah. People don't want to spend the money when in reality you'd be saving so much time and energy and you actually probably saving a lot more in the bottom line by doing it. So it's spot on, but I do, Bonnie, every single time we have our podcast, I always ask a completely off the wall, random question. And you are in trouble today because I actually thought this one through. Okay. I see her so shaking Bonnie, over there. She's like, no. <laughs> so buckle up here. Cause this one is completely weird. Okay. <laughs> so if you could replace all the grass in the world with anything, what would you replace it with? Oh, wow. With anything. Kittens. <laughs> kittens? <laughs> Just a bunch of kittens. <laughs> I love it, Bonnie. That is like the best answer ever. I'm going to replace grass with kittens. <laughs> I love it. My animal loving friend. Yes. <laughs> but also there's a reason. Kitten videos are some of the most popular videos out there. <laughs> It's a business decision, Colton. <laughs> Bonnie, you blew my wow! That way to way to think from a business perspective. I thought you were just kind of winging it, but that actually is a pretty smart answer. <laughs> it's true. I and, love it. All right, so I have one more series. Oh, go ahead, Trisha. I'm I'm sorry. I do have to confess that wasn't my original question either. I do just have to, I got to be honest. It wasn't. I just had to make sure I said that to all the. Where's the 
burst the gap fan base out there. I'm, I know I probably disappointed some people, but I just, I just had to. It was such a good question. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, Bonnie, I have one more serious question for you. If you're willing to divulge, what generation are you in? I am uh, not a baby boomer. The one after. Jeanette? Okay. Yes. See, Colton, I win all the time. The Gen Xers are blowing the millennials out of the water. You know, the only reason why we have more Gen Xers on the show than millennials are because they have more experience and they have more wisdom to bring to the show. So I guess I'm kind of giving you a compliment. Look by how saying kind that. you are. That's so sweet. <laughs> All right, Bonnie, thank you so much for joining us today. In closing, I would love for you to please, I would love for you first, you need to please spell your name so that people can find you since this is only audio. And then also give your contact information in case anyone has questions or they want to follow up with you. And for your email address, if you would spell that out for us as well. Sure. Okay. It's Bonnie Reviate, Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, and then Reviate, R-E-V-I-A. And then my email is info at bmaxinc.com. So I-N-F-O at B-M-A-X-I-N-C.com. My website is also bmaxinc.com. Uh, phone, I don't know, phone number, do people call? 409-323-2514. They can call or text that. Okay, well. perfect. Inc. Productions. Wonderful. Bonnie, thank you again. I know you said you've got some upcoming events. We'll post those in the show notes as well as when we get it, get this up on Facebook, we'll post those out there as well so that people know what you have going on. And Colton, any parting words? I'm just curious to know what generation she identifies with. That's really my own. All right. So Bonnie, (laughs) since you're an ex-Jenner, can you tell us, is there a, gen- a generation that you, more, that you identify with more than your own? Um, my sons. What's that? Gen Z? Okay. So the younger, below the men- millennials. Yeah. Millennials. I, I thought I had a shot there. That's why I nope. said that. Dang it. <laughs> See, I was trying to save you, Colton, because I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think my son is millennial as well. I, I don't know the years. What's the years? What's millennial years? He's born in 85. It's like, oh, yeah, he's right. Oh, right he's on right the cusp. There. Yeah, he's either a, yeah, he's right there. Yeah. Millennial X, Millennial X. I know. Here we yeah. are. We're just, keep, we're just being silly now. Okay. Trademark. You guys, we had so much fun. Bonnie, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. I love kittens. I do. I think kittens are amazing and kitten videos are the best. all right you guys this concludes this week's podcast tune in next week for another exciting episode of bridge the gap connecting business perspectives thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of bridge the gap connecting business perspectives if there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from leave a comment in this week's facebook post Please subscribe and share this podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Colton Cocker with Sherman McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FINRA, Pacific. Sherman McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.